Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Welcome to the New Books Network. And we are live. All right. <laughs> and yes, and welcome to another edition of the Children's Literature Channel for the New Books Network. I'm Mel Rosenberg, and I have a special, wonderful guest today. I'm guessing you're in Rotterdam? Uh, yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, so um, it's wonderful to, to introduce and welcome the award-winning author-illustrator, Anne, now this is difficult, Anne Rose Kleiss, yeah. also known as Rosebos. Yeah, that's right. And, and um, you know, I interview a lot of people with interesting names, but I think you take the first place now. Wow, really? Okay, <laughs> that's cool. And, and um, as, as, as someone, I think you grew up in... Uh... Uh, I grew up in the Netherlands, yeah, in a small town. Oh, I can't seem to hear you. Can okay, you hear yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. So I'm going to get rid of these. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Okay, um, so um, you grew up in in Netherlands. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you you've managed to cross the cultural divide, the cultural ocean, and uh, to become a celebrated author illustrator in North America and elsewhere in the world, and that is, as you guys say, outstaking. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's yeah. So, so uh, today we want to talk about your new book. We're celebrating your new book, "When a Friend Needs a Friend," which came out just two or three months ago with Scholastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, so let let's start out by talking a little bit about the book. Then we want to know all about you and your life, and um, your childhood, and okay. um, and how you create these wonderful books. All right. Yeah. That sounds exciting. <laughs> it's your turn. Um, yeah, so this is my new book, When a Friend Needs a Friend. Um, and it's published by Scholastic. Um, yeah, it's about uh, Oscar and Aya, who are these two uh, children. And um, Oscar, um, they're, they're the best of friends. Um, but at some, they love to build things together. Um, so they make like um, little huts in their in their house, or they build a tree, or uh, like um, uh, one in the forest as well. Um, and, but at some point, Oscar starts to feel very sad, um, and uh, Aya doesn't really know how to help him. Um, and uh, yeah, then Oscar. Um, kind of starts building a little tree house to hide away from the world. And Aya doesn't really know how to connect with him because she wants to tell him, hey, I'm here for you. 
but he doesn't really want to talk to anyone. Um, and um, something that's uh, also a big element in the book is um, building. Um, so they are always going to the build to the construction site and they have friends who work there. Um, so Aya decides um, that she can talk to these friends to talk about uh, her feelings. And together they come up with a plan. And uh, that is to bring up a big building crane to the treehouse of Oscar. Or uh, no, they go to the construction site together and they go up uh, the, cons or the big crane. Um, and then they look down at the world and um, Oscar kind of has a little bit of a new perspective. So um, it gives him um, a kind of uh, an objective um, perspective. Um, and then in the end, we see them together in the treehouse uh, playing. Um, and it doesn't say that now everything is, is okay, but just that um, it's good to talk about these feelings. Um, so that's actually uh, also, that was kind of a tricky part in the book is how to end it because you don't want to, you know, um, it's it's kind of a book about depression in a way, or at least uh, people who struggle with mental health. And um, yeah, you don't want to say at the end, like, oh, now everyone is happy again. So choosing the words in those spreads, um, yeah, my editors really helped me with that because you have to be really delicate about, yeah, what you say and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is also really challenging and uh, exciting. Yeah, both at the so, same time. So I, I think that um, this uh, these books on uh, depression and being sad um, are more in vogue these days, and that's that's great. Yes. Uh, I just interviewed Anne Lazowski last week. She has a book out, Dark Cloud, which is also about uh, about depression. Mm -hmm. Children gets children get sad, and it doesn't yeah. have this Hollywood ending either. And, yeah, and that's exactly. marvelous. Uh, and can you show us some some of your beautiful artwork? Yeah, of course. Um, let's. Do you want to see the ones in the book? I have some of the original ones here as well. But... Well, whatever you like. This show is about you, you know. Okay. Um, I'll show the book first, and then I can show you the the one the original one, so you can really see the details. So here they are at the construction sites, um, making. Yeah, making friends. There's also a little dog that Oscar has. So even when he's by himself, the dog is still there. So he's never truly alone, which I think is also very important. This was, yeah, I, I really like this spread um, because of the strong perspective. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. And this Hello. is the only silent spread in the book in which we see Oscar uh, building the treehouse um, and we decided to also add um, this element of the seasons changing. So you can kind of see how feelings can yeah, grow bigger. Throughout. And there's one, there's one uh, spread that I like at the beginning. Okay. Uh, where you see the strips, that, like the collage, like the wood when they're, when they're building the, um, the, uh, the tree, the, oh, uh, the, yeah. the, makers, the, the maker's page. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can, uh, because I chose to use collage um, as the book is so much about building. And I thought that would be a really cool element that's, because if you work with collage, you're putting different pieces of paper on top of each other. And so in this way, I was also kind of building the images instead of just drawing them. 
which I can show you one of the original. I, I, I but I have um, have bad news for authors who think oh. that they can that they can illustrate. Yes. Um, by using collage, um, it's much more difficult than it looks. Uh, I don't I, I don't know how long it took you to prepare this book, but I've interviewed Chris Houghton, uh, who uses a lot of cut uh, paper and collage and kind of piven. And these things can take years. Um, yeah, you really, you really have to have to be an artist. I tried and I was a dismal failure. Yeah. <laughs> so so grownups don't try this at home. OK, <laughs> leave, leave, leave it for the true artists. Yeah. Well, it did take like twice as much time to create all the images than if I was drawing. But I also really love, it's kind of a really playful um, process as you keep putting things together and thinking, is this right? Is this right? So it takes a lot of time, but it's also, um, and sometimes you uh, cut out a shape and then the, the paper that's left over actually also creates a really cool shape. And then you can use that again. So um, I really love that way of using collage. Also adding all the different textures, um, like I also sometimes add little pieces of paper from um, different, yeah. Um, so from like a writing block that or, or already has certain stripes or things like that. And that I, I think is really cool, yeah. So it, 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 this is, it adds a, a wonderful level to your gorgeous uh, artwork. Um, and yeah. you, just, you just gave me some insight why people like me cannot be artists. Right. <laughs> because we, we don't see what's not there. You know, I can take uh, pages from all kinds of things and cut them and rip them. And I can see what it is there, but only people like you can see what isn't. Hmm. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> You've just explained everything. Um, okay. Sh show us some of your original stuff. Yeah, uh, this, this is, is where, the one I was really just exciting, showing. Inviting us into your own process. That's so exciting. Yeah, so here you can, I don't know yeah. if you can see it. So, wait, let me adjust this lamp a little bit. So you can see maybe, I have to look in, like here I used just some some paper that is already from um, uh, a book with lines and stuff. This is some random little piece, uh, yeah, paper that I get when you buy, um, I don't know, when you buy something at the store, you have to wrap it to uh, if it's fragile. Um, and then these are all the little uh, tree branches. There are also different pieces of paper. Yeah. It's sometimes, I think the, the first ones I made, this is obviously the one that, um, that we put in the book, but the first ones are even more experimental. But sometimes it just has to be clear what, what you show. So I have to adjust it a little bit. Um, so so how, does, how does the process work for you? Um, uh, from the stage of having an idea, you write it out first, you make some sketches first. Yeah, for me, it really goes hand in hand. So when I'm also writing, then, um, yeah, I come up with something. Then I write a little bit. Then I make some sketches. Then I write some more. So it really, I as I'm writing, I'm already thinking about the image. Um, and then with this book, for example, I was really stuck on, okay, Oscar is feeling sad. What's next? Uh, how can we yeah, uh, come to make a conclusion to the story? And I was creating an image with a big building crane. And as I was making it, I thought, wow, this is such a beautiful element. Maybe that can actually become part of the story. 
And that's how I came up with the idea like, oh, the crane can give them a new perspective. So um, yeah, like drawing and sketching and illustrating whilst draw, uh, whilst writing also gives you new um, inputs for your process if you're stuck. Yeah. So um, you um, you studied art. You have a master's degree from from Great Britain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, and you you don't have to be in children's books. You could be designing and illustrating and perhaps making even more money. Uh, why why do you have this uh, virus that we share uh, okay, of wanting yeah. of wanting to write uh, picture books? Um. Actually, when I uh, when I was 18, I, I really wanted to become an artist, but I didn't really know what. And I also knew I really wanted to work with children. That was something I always wanted. So first I started um, a course in um, to become an art teacher, um, to work with children and help them create art. Um, but then I realized, oh, I really want to do it myself as well. And so... Um, yeah, this this idea of making something for children, working with children, uh, looking at the world from a child's perspective is always something that I found really interesting. Um, so when I started my course in illustration, it went kind of organically into children's books. And um, yeah, I also found that this is just something that also, um, uh, yeah, comes quite naturally to me. Um, more than maybe other directions. Um, and I think it's just such a beautiful uh, format to work with um, because you, it's very image-based, but there's also a story you're telling. Um, yeah, I think it's just such a really cool and interesting format to work with. And you can so go into so many different directions. Yeah. So the, these characters in your, in your book, uh, they are intriguing. Um, who are they really? Are they anybody? Um, I, I, I know I know it's a stupid question, uh, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I think um, somewhere. Well, I I, uh, I chose Oscar. Like that was the first character I made, um, and he has a very orange uh, orangey color, um, and that was because when I was sketching um, to to come up with the story and to create it, I was sketching a lot of people at the construction sites and they're always wearing these gigantic orange coats. So I thought that could be a really cool, um, yeah, like um, uh, spot color in the book. And that's why I chose uh, that, that he has such an orange um, appeal because it's um, like, a, um, yeah, it kind of reminds you of the construction sites. Um, so that was that came together quite organically, and then I wanted Aya to, um, yeah, be a girl. And um, first, it was actually only about Oscar, the book, um, but I decided to kind of change perspective uh, of the people of the person telling the story to a friend, because um, yeah, at the moment when I was writing the book, I I um, also had a close friend who was going through something, and I thought. Actually, it's better to tell it from my perspective, from the friend's perspective. And I think that also gave the whole book a new direction. Um, so I think that's why, yeah, that's why Aya is a girl as well. 
and I wanted a very contrasting color um, for her from the orange of Oscar. So that's why I chose blue for her, um, yeah, for her clothes and her hat. Um, so that's kind of the story of the two main colors in the book. I'd yes, say. And, and orange is not a uh, is not a color that the Dutch people don't use, right? No, orange is a very big color in our country. Actually, I think a lot of people. It's um, I don't know if people know this, but the the royal family's national color is orange. They're called of orange. So if it's King's Day in the Netherlands, everyone is wearing orange. But I think that's also a reason why sometimes Dutch people don't like the color orange, and they can only um, make the connection with King's Day. When I think it's actually also just a really nice color. Yeah. Yes, and I will tell you afterwards why it's become a special color for me also. Okay. Uh, um, so, uh, but this show is about you, Anne. So, so um, you know, I have a theory that people who write for five-year-olds um, are five-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, I have to say. <laughs> so are you a grown-up five-year-old? Um, I think so. Yeah. Also, that's kind of, I was talking to my boyfriend, um, uh, a few weeks ago and he, I, we were talking about, um, what we learned from each other. So I said from him, I learned to sometimes be more rational about things. And, um, yeah, we just both learned things from each other. And he said that what he learned from me was to kind of notice small things and, um yeah kind of be in awe of little things that um yeah maybe a child would notice so i thought okay so that's really cool to hear yeah it is so um when you were a young girl were you drawn to writing to art um was this something you always did um i did always i was always drawing um me and my sister both she is now a doctor so she went in very different direction but we were always drawing together um and but i also really loved other kind of uh, cultural things like um i loved theater um a lot and playing the piano so they're they're creative but just kind of in a different direction but i do think with theater you're also telling a story in a way so that kind of comes back and i loved writing um so yeah, when I had to choose what I wanted to do when I was 18, I knew it was something creative, but I did um, like um, a, a course at art school when you're, before you actually started. I don't know if you have it in the US as well to mm -hmm. kind of look around, see what you like. And then I found, uh, yeah, I, I kept drawing images. And at some point, one of my teachers told me, that is actually a thing. It's called illustration. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Well, I could do that for a living. Yeah. Yeah. I could be an illustrator. Yeah. So, and so you went and studied art at college? Yeah. I uh, did a bachelor in illustration in Rotterdam here. Mm -hmm. um, that was a really cool school. It's, it's kind of, um, it's called Willem de Koning Academy. And they kind of, push you to think more outside of the box. So it's not just making images, but also, I don't know, for my um, for uh, my big project at the end of the 
the course, I made an installation, uh, actually. Um, but I always knew I wanted to um, make children's books. And then we got, um, I once did a workshop from Marta Altes, who is a big um, English um, uh, illustrator. And she said she did the master in children's book illustration in Cambridge. And then I had the same thing again, where I was like, wow, that is an actual thing. That's a course. So yeah, um, then uh, one year later, I decided to uh, do this course. Yeah. And, and, and you studied it, I think it's called Angela Ruskins. Yeah, it's true. And, and um, would you believe that I have been there? Wow, really? Yes, That's my, exciting. my son almost did his master's there. Wow, really? In sports psychology. So I know exactly where you were. Yeah. It's gorgeous and Cambridge is wonderful. Wow. Um, it's like Harry Potter village. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more Harry Potter than Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So And, and, and so the, the question that everybody wants to ask now is how did you break in? You know, there's so many illustrators and there's so many authors and the chances are always a thousand to one. And and you did it, and 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 not only did you do it, but you did it coming from a different culture, yeah, <laughs> a different continent, and with an almost impossible name. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. What's uh, going on here? Tell us the secret. What happened? Uh, <laughs> um, I think it started when I did the course. Um, we had this was the best timing. It was. January 2020, we had our graduation exhibition in London and um, I was presenting my work there. This was just before we and like everyone, the whole circus happened and everyone went into lockdown. So we're yeah, looking back, we were really happy that we could actually. This, this, was, this was your work from your master's. Yeah, it was my this actually the book also was one of the projects I made on or like I made a fair a version of the book on the masters it changed a lot but um yeah i um we had this exhibition and um uh yeah publishers came to the exhibition and one of them offered me um a book contract for choices my first book and then it kind of rolled uh yeah like this um but yeah, it was, it was, oh, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> so, so, okay, so, so um, we were going to talk about choices in a few minutes, but I'm going to choose now to talk about it now with you since you brought it up. Okay. Uh, you have this marvelous book? Yeah, I also have it here. It's called Choices. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is um, uh, a different kind of book. It's kind uh yeah. It's about making different decisions in life. And it's um, it's also, we follow a little girl around the pool. So the whole book is, is in the pool, but um, in the text, we never hear about the pool. Um, but it's just this little girl, she's going around um, looking at other, like different people making different choices. Um, yeah. So it says sometimes uh, they can be little choices or bigger ones. Um, yeah, you can choose to stand out or to blend in. And at the end, she also... Um, you, you can choose to make small decisions or big decisions. Yeah, yeah. You can choose to jump into the water or just feel it. Yeah, so um, here she... Some choices take a bit more time. And then we see 
So she has to decide whether she will jump from the diving boards and then she decides to do it. And then we see her underwater. This is the big decision. Then at the end, she comes out and uh, yeah, that's the book. So it's kind of, it has doesn't have a lot of words, but it's just kind of makes you contemplate a little bit. And there's a lot to see throughout the book, a lot of difference. Now, this is, this is a brilliant book. Thanks. <laughs> and um, I have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Not only because it's beautiful, it works on so many levels. Um, and you might laugh, but I, I teach a course, a college course in uh, how to be amazing. Wow. And, and, That's and a big just, question. <laughs> and I was just teaching about this making decisions and choices. Yeah. And, and I used going swimming as an example. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I, I didn't know about your book. Yeah. Wow. So now I, I have to get my hands on it. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen the PDF. Can, can you buy it in the UK? Yeah, you can buy it in the UK and the US as well. I don't know exactly if it's in stores in the US, but it is available. Uh, but the luckily for me, I'm going to the UK. Oh, that's great! In a yeah. month, so I'm definitely going to pick up a uh, a book, and I, I I might have to go to Rotterdam to get you to sign it, though. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I we'll can send you one as well. <laughs> yeah, I call for Netherlands, but I don't know. Wow, your list is very good. I have to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we're. we're so let, let, let's go forward now. So um, so this guy wanders by your your project. Yeah. He says, this is like Cinderella, you know? Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you feel like Cinderella? I did when they 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 said they were interested. Um, and then I was already like, whoa, that's so cool. And then they, they emailed me while the mm -hmm. exhibition was going. They emailed me a, a proposition. And then, yeah, I, I didn't really know what, what was happening. Um, and it was also really nice because then COVID happened, which obviously for a lot of creative people was really challenging time. But um, yeah, I, I had this book to, to work on. So that really helped me. And, yeah. and, and you were busy. You were busy. Yeah, I was busy. <laughs> but also so, it was really, really nice to have something so, to work on. So, so, um, so how did you find you have a wonderful uh, agency? Yeah. Uh, agency, Christy, yours. Uh, how did you find them? How did they find you? Um, yeah, uh, I, I think I started following them on Instagram and Christy followed me back. And then I thought, okay, yeah, I might as well send, send in my work. Um, and she, um, yeah, she she uh, got back to me quite quickly with really positive response, and she was really excited. And then we had a Zoom call, and it went all quite quickly. So yeah. did, did she represent the sale of your first book as well? Uh, no, no, that was already I was already making that, but she did um, this project from when a friend needs a friend was like far away in my in my closet. And and, and, yeah. and she, she sold that to Scholastic. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was the um, and and, yeah. and, and, and so and, and you've won awards and um and you're sitting in Rotterdam and conquering the world. And uh <laughs> and you, you get you give a lot of hope. Oh thanks. Um, yeah. And um oh I, I have a few more questions to ask you. Um your artwork and your your um your text are so friendly. Yeah, thanks. Wow. And and very um kid like, you know, hmm. 
yeah. your writing and your 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 illustrations are childlike. Yeah. They're not childish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I what I'm wondering is because you know everybody talks about the, the cultural differences that it's hard to break in when you're doing a a, a a landscape that is not an American landscape with a palette that is not an American palette with a um, sensitivity that's not an American sensitivity and you're doing it in front of our eyes. <laughs> yeah, I I also don't know um, how it happened, but I was so excited when they, yeah, when they asked if, uh, yeah, when they offered to um, publish this book because I, I had made a different version of it on my master course. It was just for a project from for like an eight week um, project. And then I, yeah, I got my grade and I moved on <laughs> to a different project. And mm -hmm. they asked me, um, I think Christy sent over a whole bunch of work from different people and they said, wow, we like Anne's work. Can she send over, does she have any story ideas? And I thought, well, I have this one that I made randomly. And they really loved it. And yeah, it went from, it went quite smoothly from there. Yeah. So um, now you are, are you at some kind of crossroad? Uh, you've turned your two projects from Cambridge into wonderful <laughs> international books. Have you been to the States? To, I to did, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Um, I went in uh, March. I went to promote this book and I got to make um, a window for uh, Books of Wonder, which is a like such a cool children's bookstore in Manhattan. Um, so that was just a dream. Um, also, just being in New York anyway was super inspiring. Yeah. So um, and I had been once before when I was 12 with my parents. It's quite very different experience. Um, but yeah, that was really, really exciting to make this window. I actually made it um, also, uh, I, I made a lot of, kind, I made kind of an installation of different buildings and the characters. Um, and I made it in, uh, in my studio in Rotterdam. Um, but then I had to find a way to transport it all to, uh, the, uh, to New York. So I made everything exactly the size of my suitcase um, and I brought this gigantic suitcase uh, and then I can, could put all the things together. So it was kind of a, yeah, uh, difficult to work out, but uh, it went. So you're also a maker. You're a little like Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, and, so now you're at a crossroads. You, you've had uh, two marvelous books that grew out of two uh, projects uh, at Cambridge mm -hmm. and um, this often you know when you're a scientist uh, or in any profession you know at the beginning of your career sometimes you, you achieve a success early on I'm not going to ask you how old you are but I'm guessing that you're very 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 young and, um, <laughs> and what are you going to do now? Um, I think I'll just keep on making books um, I actually just finished a new book concept, uh, very, very early stages last week and sent it to Christy, my agent, um, to see if we can, yeah, get anyone interested. Um, 
so I think I'll, I just want to keep going with that um, and keep on creating books. Um, I also love other types of illustration, um, but I also love children's books. So yeah, I, I do always, I have a big list of uh, IDs or book IDs. So whenever I have one, I write it down. And then when I'm not inspired, I can just look at my list and go from there. <laughs> so um, for all those people who um, are going to fall in love with your artwork, it's not it's not likely that you'll be taking on jobs as the illustrator of a children's book what do you mean well you know there's there's uh people like me out there who don't know how to draw a stick man i mean you can probably draw a stick man though right no my but, my, my my stick man are are bent and all curved and um you know they, they're falling over in each direction really i can <laughs> Um, it could also already make a book, though. That sounds like a book concept. It, it could be. It could be. Yeah. Um, I, I, look, I, I also, like you, I have a, a list of hundreds of uh, ideas. Yeah. But I can't draw them, and you can. Yeah. Well, I don't so, know. I haven't seen your drawings, but yeah. <laughs> no, you, you're going to have to trust me on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just have to believe me. Um, and... Um, and uh, I think that you're not going to be illustrating for other writers in the near future, are you? Um, I am also illustrating uh, books for writers. Yeah. So oh. I, I, yeah, I have a few books in Dutch um, that someone else wrote that I illustrated. Oh, so you, yeah. you're okay with that as well? Yeah, actually, I really like it as well. I really, I also like doing both at the same time because these the the books that I write or, or like they come from um, something that interests me of course, um, but then when other people write a book they look at a text and what a book can be in a totally different way. So last year I also illustrated a book about horses, for example, which I don't think I would have written a book about. But then when I started making the images, I realized wow. Horses are really cool. And uh, yeah, so I, I really like that it kind of gets you more out of your comfort zone if someone else writes a story. Um, so I, I really like both, actually. Yeah. Incredible. So uh, what advice do you have for aspiring writers, authors, illustrators? Uh, you are already a role model at your young age. Um, that you can have a bunch of non-standard names, that you can <laughs> yeah. come from a place that isn't America, uh, that you can break in uh, early on. And I, um, I, I'm going to, uh, I think that one of, one of your remarkable things is, going to, is, go, is not staying in Rotterdam and going to uh, Great Britain for your, uh, for your master's degree. Yeah. And everything grew out of that, but also you know you have to be brave to uh, to leave uh, Netherlands and to go to a, a new place. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, so you're you're obviously a very brave person, and um, I think you're going to do really, really magnificently in your career. Um, what is your advice, meanwhile, for people who are coming up and aspiring to break in? Um, yeah, I actually wrote something down for this because. Did you? 
I well, I you said beforehand like, oh, we might talk about this, and I thought, okay. Um, did, did you I, illustrate it also? No, I'm sorry, it's very boring. <laughs> that would have been very cool though if I could have shown you like an illustrated infographic or something. But no, next time. Um, yeah, next time. <laughs> um, I definitely something I would do is keep a sketchbook. Um, keep yeah, just do experiments, and it can help you come up with ideas, um, even if something looks really weird um you it can still inspire you and um keep you motivated um also i i really love to draw from observation so um yeah just go outside with your sketchbook and start drawing people even though it looks really weird i know it's kind of um difficult sometimes to overcome that that people would will maybe come up to you and say oh what are you making oh sorry Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. That was my phone. Um, but um, uh, so definitely do that, and because that's also kind of how I came up with the story about Oscar. It's just drawing the, um, drawing the people at the construction site, and um, yeah, going from there. So that's really something I would recommend. Um, even even to people who can't draw, or for the illustrators. Everyone, yeah. For sure, and also okay. I I don't think no one I don't really think that someone can draw. I think yeah, you will have to find you you will if you just keep going, you're you'll find something interesting. Um, and sometimes really great artists are very simple. You know, I I love details, so I'm not uh, um, yeah uh, the greatest person for like keeping it simple, but uh, I think that. Yeah, sometimes a very simple image is really strong. So keep a sketchbook, I would say. Um, um, yeah, and just start from what interests you. So don't think too much about um, what is uh, on trend or what people need in the world, but just start from, um, yeah, your perspective and also maybe look at things that you uh, come across in your own life that fascinate you or that you're struggling with. Um, yeah, you can just start from there, I'd say. I hope that's, that's something <laughs> that that's could wonderful. help someone. <laughs> that's wonderful. I So now you explained something to me, uh, which is when I... Um, looked at your um at your work particularly the oscar book yeah um you see you don't have to win an oscar because you already have an oscar yes Sorry. <laughs> that's good terrible no it's very bad it's very bad i haven't uh, heard that that's good yeah um thank you um so i'm thinking when i looked at your artwork it reminded me of my favorite book when i was five which was uh, Madeline by Ludwig Bemelmans. Okay. And, cool. and yes, and there's a lot of sketchiness in those drawings of Paris. Yeah. And, and so, um, I mean, this is a big compliment to your work. Um, yeah, I love that book. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I really am honored to have interviewed you. Wow. Okay. Uh, and uh, I wish you lots of luck, and uh, and who knows? 
who knows? Uh, our yeah, maybe you can come to the Netherlands someday. You already <laughs> speak the language and practice my my uh, my Dutch. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, all I can say is bedankt voor de uitnodiging. Yeah. Uh, no, I hope you snel to see. We're not going to continue because I've used up most of my Dutch right now. Okay. Um, so. Um, I, I've been interviewing the one and only Anne uh, Rose Kleiss. Yes, that's That's true. your real name. That's my real name, yeah. But your friends know you as Rosebus. Yeah. And I think somewhere along the line, you're going to have to choose one or the other. Because yes. at some stage, you know, people are going to want to know what to call you. I mean, you could make it difficult, right? Yeah, I like roast bows for my books. And then mm -hmm. when I'm chatting to someone, you can call me Anne. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking now that if I um, if I ever get going in North America, maybe I should be Melly Belly or something. Yeah. You know, go, go by my right. nickname, right? Yeah. Now, don't call me. Don't... Yeah, but I mean, nobody knows. Okay. But I mean, imagine, you know, an author named Melly Belly. Could work. It might work. Yeah. <laughs> You've inspired me, and I hope you've inspired many, many other um, uh, listeners and viewers. Uh, for the viewers, you've seen uh, Anne's beautiful artwork, run out and buy her books. And uh, for the people listening to the podcast, you missed out. So <laughs> check her out. Her artwork is fantastic. Uh, Anne Rosebos, it's been wonderful meeting you, interviewing you. Um, you want to go out and come back? And I'll just tell you a few private things entre nous, yeah. which, which I don't want to share with the world. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Okay. Thank you, everybody. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'll take it. Bye.